0: Hello, Jesus Time family. Welcome back. And I am so excited to have a jump start back on our podcast. <laughs> I have been out of town and life has been insane, as I'm sure it is for you during this season. And that's kind of what I'm excited to talk about is the unexpectedness of christmas and what i mean by that is i don't know about you but i always expect christmas to be this beautiful relaxing peaceful sparkly clean delicious season and what it ends up being (laughs) is this breakneck pace of event after event commitment after commitment Obligation after obligation, burnt out Christmas lights after burnt out Christmas lights. A house that is not clean, to say the least. (laughs) I have to step over things in my home, people. I'm not even kidding. It has been wild. Not bad necessarily, but not what I expect. (laughs) I don't know if that is your your experience, but it is always my experience, and it could be because I am not a great planner. I am more of a go-with-the-flow person. I like spontaneity, but also sometimes the effect of getting what you don't expect can be a little bit discouraging. <laughs> I hate to say that during Christmas, but... To be honest, sometimes it feels that way. Plus, because of the weather changes, I have had a headache for I don't know two weeks, off and on. But you know what? That is that is nothing new. I don't think um, Jesus does not always meet our expectations, and that's not a bad thing. And it all started. <laughs> Or not all started, but but that's nothing new. And even in the Old Testament, the passage we're going to go over today is in numbers twenty one starting in verse four. And this takes place after the Israelites have come out of Egypt. They have been slaves for, I don't know how long they've been under this oppression and they've been delivered. Yay, but now they're in the desert. And they're uncomfortable and their deliverance has not (laughs) met their expectations and they are in the desert and they are frustrated with the discomfort and they start complaining and complaining against God and against Moses and God has delivered his very loving and appropriate God spanking, which is poisonous snakes to bite and kill these ungrateful complainers and then let's see what his unexpected salvation looks like numbers 21 starting in verse 4 and we're reading out of the nlt then the people of israel set out for mount hor taking the road to the red sea to go around the land of edom but the people grew impatient with the long journey and they began to speak against god and moses Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die here in the wilderness? They complained. There is nothing to eat here and nothing to drink, and we hate this horrible manna. So the Lord sent poisonous snakes among the people, and many were bitten and died. Then the people came to Moses and cried out, We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take away the snakes." So Moses prayed for the people. Then the Lord told him, Make a replica of a poisonous snake and attach it to a pole. All who are bitten will live if they simply look at it. So Moses made a snake out of bronze and attached it to a pole. Then anyone who was bitten by a snake could look at the bronze snake and be healed. Okay, this is wild (laughs) because we kind of can get, or at least I can, that poisonous snakes would be a vehicle of punishment because in the Garden of Eden, right before Adam and Eve sinned, it was a snake who was the vehicle for Satan and temptation and eventually the fall of man. The symbol of the snake has always been one of sin and temptation and being kicked out of paradise. So, when God sent poisonous snakes to bite and kill the sinful Israelites in this passage, it makes sense to my brain. What does not make sense to my brain is that God would choose this exact same symbol to be the vehicle of salvation. That does not make sense to me. He could have said to Moses, "Moses, make a symbol of a dove or a snowflake or an angel or the temple, any any other object in creation, but he chose a bronze snake so that people will look at it and be healed." And be saved from death. And I remember thinking, Lord, what in the world is this? This does not meet my expectations. And then his Holy Spirit nudged me and said, exactly, exactly. (laughs) The symbol of the snake, which in my opinion was irredeemable, Was redeemed by God. The symbol that meant death, the Lord took and said, Now this can mean life. And isn't that just like our God? To take what is irredeemable, what is meaning death, and transform it. And redeem it to mean life and it is never the symbol that has the power it is our God who has all power and that was so refreshing to me and if you're tracking with me I think this brings us to the unexpected salvation that was found over 2,000 years ago in a dirty manger, in a feeding trough of animals, in an uncomfortable, dark, cold, dirty barn. That is not what people expected salvation to look like. That is not what I would have expected it to look like. And yet, God took this dirty, uncomfortable, dingy, Seen. And that is exactly where he delivered salvation in the form of a helpless baby to deliver his people. So that when Jesus was lifted up on the cross, 33 years after his birth, the cross, incidentally, that up till that point meant death, meant Sin meant punishment much like the snakes in the desert. God put his only begotten son who gave his life, who shed his blood to cover our sins so that all who would look upon him and receive him would also receive salvation, would be healed, would be healed of the terminal condition that is sin that would lead us to death separated from god forever but but god but god transformed the symbol of the cross so now instead of death it means life for us and all who would believe on jesus christ (laughs) so now when i'm walking around my dirty house (laughs) going From event to event with a low-grade headache, looking at my Christmas tree which has half of its lights burned out, I can remember that my God (laughs) is the God of the unexpected, the God who redeems our mess and our unmet expectations and says, look deeper, look at me. I am the God of all joy, all peace, all redemption. And thank God, thank God that he is so kind as to not allow us to find satisfaction in the things that cannot eternally satisfy. Thank you, Jesus, for being the true source of satisfaction in this season and every season. May you find Christmas in Christ. I love you guys so much. Merry Christmas.